0: Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Today, I want to cover a topic that I think all of us could benefit from, and that is the topic of triggers. And I'm sure you know what I mean. Uh, It can be something you see. It can be something that you hear Uh, for people who have been affected by trauma situations um, it can be any number of things uh, that can cause a trigger. Those um, those I'm going to stay a little bit away from, but I want to talk about the triggers in your life that have come from relationships or jobs or um, family situations, family environments that, um, when it happens, you have this overwhelming sense of anxiety that you feel throughout your body and your thoughts just run amok. One thought turns into a hundred and before you know it, you feel terrible. So that's what I want to talk about today is triggers. Uh, if that sounds like something that you would like some help with, then I hope you'll stay tuned. I'm Gina Kershaw, a former criminal defense attorney that has helped thousands of women get back on their feet and move forward after challenging times in their lives. Building on that experience, I've spent the last 15 years mentoring, motivating, and coaching women to see their true potential so they can take action toward living their dreams. This podcast bridges the gap between where you are now and where you want to be. By giving you the tools to find your purpose, get control over your emotions and feelings, and start having an impact for good for yourself and everyone around you. These tools are life changing and will help you to obtain all that you desire, whether it's a successful business or simply peace and clarity in your life. So glad to have you here. Welcome to the podcast. So why triggers? Oh my gosh. As I've been talking to some of my clients, I realized that there's certain things that just really set people off. And you know, it can be the smallest thing. It can be um, the lady who decides to write a check in the grocery store right in front of you when you are trying to get out. Um, it can be somebody saying something that they don't even realize will bother you, uh, that becomes a trigger and what it does to us. I mean, usually the other person has no idea that anything has gone, gone wrong. Um, but what it can do to us as we go into this thought spiral, uh, can really affect the way that we feel. In fact, can take us to such a place where we feel bad, like really bad, um, into a dark hole. And, Um, kind of, I mean, it starts with getting your feelings hurt sometimes, and then it moves into all of these thoughts where you end up with, at one point, some kind of worst case scenario. And I'm only laughing because I have done it myself so many times, so many times. And in fact, um, I am starting to realize, which is the first step Uh, Is this awareness of when it happens, like you hear something and you think you stop, you watch yourself think, and you say, Oh, that was interesting. That was a trigger. I feel that in my gut and it's working its way up to my heart and may just make me cry. Right. Like it, it starts in your body. Sometimes it can start in your root chakra, which is really interesting. And that is your stability. That is your security chakra. So if it starts there and starts to work its way up your body, you know, it has to do with you feeling safe. So there's so much work to do with triggers, but the first step is really just being aware that you are having a trigger because once you know that you're aware that you're having a trigger, you can actually do something about it. And this is what is so cool about this whole idea is that if you recognize the trigger, there is something you can do about it. And The reason why it's a trigger is because you are making that statement or that situation mean something in your mind. You are making it mean something. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, anybody can say anything. And the way you're going to feel about it is the meaning that you put to it. So let me give you an example let's say that you are a vegetarian, right? Like you would never, ever eat any kind of meat. And then you have somebody over here who just, who loves In-N-Out, right? Who just, you know, would is constantly craving an In-N-Out burger. So if you say to the person who loves In-N-Out, hey, let's go get a big juicy hamburger. Their thought is that sounds awesome that sounds so good let's go right now right like their meaning that they put to it is oh i'm going to i'm going to feel so good because this is something i love to eat it's going to make me so happy to go and i just love how it savors in my mouth and i love the french fries and the secret sauce and i mean they just get so excited about it right well you can say the same exact thing to the other person. Hey, let's go get a hamburger. And the vegetarian might be completely opposed to, you know, any kind of animal, uh, any kind of eating of an animal, right? Like, like for activist reasons and for humanitarian reasons and all of those things, like they have a reason behind it maybe not just nutritional, but something else. Like they could never eat an animal and because they imagine it's suffering. And to them, that statement could be very offensive. And they could feel that in their body. Like, what are you suggesting? I would never do that. I would never eat an animal. How dare you speak that way to me? Like, you know how I feel about this, right? They, they put a different meaning to it. And although it's the same exact statement, the meaning that we put to it is the feeling that is created. And so you see that anything can happen. Anything can be said that any situation can happen. And the way we are going to feel about it is the meaning that we put to it. So if we can change the thought we can change the trigger. We can, we can change how it affects our bodies. We can change whether we're going to act like in this reactive manner, or if we can just calmly respond. So I want to talk to you about triggers and you guys have triggers in your life. Everybody's got a trigger. It could be from your spouse. It could be from your kids I remember in our house growing up, you could never say, just calm down. That was a freaking trigger in our house. You never said, calm down. <laughs> you might as well be asking for World War Three. So you know what I'm talking about. There are triggers and I want to teach you how to deal with those triggers. This is something that I have learned from one of my mentors. His name is Jim Fortin. It's F-O-R-T-I-N. If you've never heard of him, he's he's worth looking up. He's got opinions. So um, you may or may not like him, but I have learned so much from this guy. I'm telling you so much. And this is a four-step process that I have been using lately because I have found more triggers lately than ever. And uh, and I realized I got to figure these triggers out and I got to figure out how to change how they make me feel in my body so that I don't go down a very dark black hole, um, because crazy triggers, right? All right. So this is how it works. The first thing that happens obviously is the awareness. You have to, you have to be aware that you are having this particular thought and recognize that there has been an immediate change in your body and you feel different, uh, something's happened in your head, but it's it mainly affects your body and it's almost always in your gut and then your heart. So that's the first step. The second step is, and actually that goes along with the second step. There's kind of five steps. Let's break it down to four. All right, the first step is you recognize that there's a trigger and you recognize that you are all of a sudden, feeling bad because you are making an interpretation about that trigger. So the first step is the thought, the stopping. Oh my gosh. Wow. That was a trigger. What is the meaning that I have put to that trigger? What is that? What am I saying that means? That's the first step that you do. Okay. What is the second step? Write down the interpretations. <laughs> this could be painful by the way. Write down the interpretations. All these things that you are going that you're making this statement or situation mean. All right? And if there's multiple statements or multiple situations, do it for each one. You really have to separate these out. So I'm going to, I'm going to work with as if there's just one, but if there's more, you need to do it separately. When you write down what the interpretations are that you are making of this, you take power away from them. Yes. It can feel like shit when you're writing them down, but you already feel bad. You already feel bad. So that it's not going to change anything. And you may even want to write down the feeling that is coming from each one of these interpretations. All right, here is the third step. This is the one that is going to change it all for you. All right, the third step is you have to write down seven, yes, seven new interpretations that are empowering okay so um let's just take uh let's just take a rude driver for example because that <laughs> that's an easy one and hopefully that won't trigger anybody here <laughs> so let's just take for example this rude driver and not only do they cut you off but then they get in front of you and slow down right to make a point because they're just you know being awful. So all of a sudden you have this anxiety that comes up, you realize that was a trigger and ask yourself, what is the interpretation that I am making about this situation? And the interpretation, the meaning that you could be making is this person is just an awful person and they don't like me. Um, they're dangerous, Uh, It could be all kinds of things, right? So you figure out what you're thinking that has caused this trigger. Now, when you're in the third step, you're writing down seven different interpretations that are different and empowering. So you might be saying something like, oh, that is an 85 year old woman. She didn't realize she just um, got in front of me. And then she looked in a rearview mirror and, and it scared her. So she put on the brake. Right. Do you see how that is such a totally different experience for you? Or it could be something like, um, you know, Oh, it's a brand new driver. It's a student driver and they didn't realize what they were doing. And, again you know once they got into the lane they slowed down because they were afraid of what was of what they'd done right you can make any interpretation you want that's what the cool thing is about this is that you can you can it can be the craziest thing that you want to come up with that could make you feel better <laughs> you can believe anything that you want to believe right anything that you want to believe It could be, let's say you look over and it's obviously not a grandmother. It's obviously not a student driver. And it's some like 30-year-old guy on his phone, right? Now, now, now you might be really triggered. You could have something, another thought would be like, he's having a medical condition and he's calling somebody to try to get help, right? You can think of whatever you want. You can make up anything. So what you're going to do in the third step is you are going to write down seven, seven new interpretations of this statement or situation. Why seven? Well, first of all, it's my favorite number, but (laughs) that's beside the point. Seven, because the first two, three, maybe four will be easy to come up with. Five, six, and seven, you're going to have to get creative. And You need to get creative. You need to maybe even get a little bit funny about it. Make up anything, make it crazy. All right? So seven at least, write them down. And then you are going to pick the one that you are going with. Uh, There was an old song, like, I don't know. There's some kind of country song. It's like, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. I don't know who sang it. I think it started with the C. (laughs) But that's kind of how it's going to be. That was a total tangent, but um, decide which story, which interpretation you are going with. And that is going to be the one that you are going to use. Okay. So now you've been triggered. You had an initial interpretation of what happened, but you're changing that thought to this new one. And you are going to look at it. You're going to read through it. You're going to even say it out loud until that that, uh, physical, that physical, that visceral feeling in your body lessens. And it will, it'll lessen. And you'll be surprised how much it lessens. It'd be lessened by like 80%. Okay. Once you do that, once you've decided what this particular thing means... Then the last step is to move your attention. All right. This one is really important. You have to step away from this situation. So this is where you move your attention. You have to think of something else. You have to do something else. Okay. Um, There is an example of... uh, Just going to use all the car examples today. I don't know why I'm doing that, but it seems to be all the traffic related examples are coming to mind. But let's say, for example, you are in a situation where you have a driver in front of you who is, you know, causing problems for you. Okay. And he's driving slow, he's not driving in his lane. He's just, you know, you can't get around him. You're completely annoyed. Okay, let's say that's going on. But then just to the right of you, somebody stops too quickly and the guy behind him rear ends him. Do you see how you have now had such a quick shift in your thinking to this other situation? Now you've forgotten completely about this guy in front of you, right? He's long gone. But now you have this other thing happening. And your brain can really only think and um, and process one thing at a time. I know we think we can multitask, but what happens is we are giving less brain power to different things. Your brain can really only give 100% of its attention to one thing at a time. So in this instance, once you move past these interpretations and you pick your new one, you move your attention. You pick something new to think about. You find something else to think about. doesn't matter what it is, just find something else. And that trigger you will see can go away very quickly, very quickly. I've had triggers that have lasted for days, (laughs) for days. And If I wanted to make myself feel bad, I could even go back to that trigger in my mind. And I'm sure some of you know what I'm talking about. Um, But this is the way to really, truly get in in control of your emotions. This is a way to truly master your emotions. And it's by mastering your thoughts because nothing in your life has any meaning Accept the meaning that you give it and the meaning that you give it can affect you physiologically in a way that you can curl up in a ball and not be able to function, or you can decide to employ some tools that are easy and show up for your life, show up for your life every single day. And not only for you, but for your kids, for your spouse, for your your workmates, for your clients, you show up and you're authentically showing up. You're genuinely showing up because you're there and you're not locked inside, inside your head with some kind of battle because of something that happened that you have given meaning to. So that's my soapbox today on the triggers. Um, Triggers happen, and um, you know, there's so much going on right now in the US, and there are a lot of of, um, subjects, topics that can be triggers for so many of us. And we don't want our overall culture, our overall humanity to be lost in the cycle of those triggers. Let's get past them, right? Let's stop wallowing in those triggers. Yes, maybe it is a trigger. That's okay. You recognize that it is and you gave meaning to it. But also, you know that you are not going to let that trigger keep you from showing up with love showing up with love in this world for everyone. That's what it's all about. When we start doing that, when we stop moving away from our thoughts and letting our thoughts control us like that and really start thinking more about kindness and thinking more about uh, humanity and how we want to love people, this world will change. This world can change if we do that. So beware of your triggers. (laughs) We can take care of the triggers. We will not let the triggers rule us anymore. We've got a tool. All right. I'm going to do a quick recap. Okay. Step one. You're aware. You see your thought. You say, oh, that was interesting. That was a trigger. You recognize it as a trigger because you feel it immediately. In your body, something happens, somebody says something, you feel it immediately. Number two, you ask yourself, what is the interpretation? What's the meaning that I am giving to this thing? What meaning in my brain have I jumped to immediately that caused that feeling in my body? Then, number three, you're going to write down seven new interpretations of what that particular situation or statement could have meant, or what something else that could be going on. And you are allowed to get creative here. <laughs> and then you're going to pick the one that you're going to go with. And you are going to decide and trust yourself and make a commitment that you are going to believe that instead. And then number four, you are going to focus your attention someplace else. You are going to do something else. You are going to move into another room. You are going to call somebody. You are going to um, do something. You're going to go out in the garden. You're going to go on a walk. Don't do anything really like where your brain can keep going. Do something that's going to take some brain power. Okay. Um, You're going to move your attention. That's the whole idea. All right. I hope this has been helpful. I hope that your triggers um, are less in the upcoming days, weeks, months, and years. And um, overall, I hope you have a wonderful week. Okay, that is going to wrap it up for this week. Remember, you are the only one that decides how you are going to show up for yourself and for your family and everyone you love. Make sure that your today's story is one that shows your divine soul, shows your, div- your beautiful soul. Make sure that your today's story is that you can have an impact and you can be a light in the world because that is is the absolute truth. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it, share it with your friends or share it on your social media. And of course, please leave a review on Apple podcasts, Uh, helps with the algorithm and we absolutely love it when you do that. All right, signing off. I will see you soon.